What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Melo, back at it again with another episode. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, before anything else, I want to give an update about this podcast because um, I will be starting school very soon, actually, in the week that's coming up. And um, as you know, I had this whole schedule of releasing episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. However, now that the fact that, you know, school is coming up, like I said, um, you know, it will be harder to post episodes. So I have decided that what I'm going to be doing um, until I have time, of course, is I'm going to be putting the podcast on a hold. But that doesn't mean that I won't be releasing a couple episodes beforehand. I think I will be releasing a total of four episodes, which includes this one, um, before, you know, I take a break. So probably these episodes will last like towards the beginning of September, maybe the end. Um, but, you know, it, it around that schedule, you know, but um, uh, I, I forgot what I was about to say. I blanked out real quick. Oh. But, um, you know, I will be back to podcasting. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've really enjoyed this podcasting. However, you know what? I'm going to be doing a lot of changes for the podcast. Well, not many. Um, you know, I'm still going to be reviewing a bunch of stuff, you know, making those dream match cards and like all that stuff, like, you know, reviewing movies, games, reactions to stuff. Like I'm going to be doing all that. Like that's not going to change, you know, but what I think I will be changing is the name of the podcast. Um, I have, you know, for the longest time I've had the name Who Is Mellow, and, uh, you know, it's been about, like, two years now since, um, since I started this podcast, and, you know, we've, you know, a couple of you, whoever are listening, you know, have gotten to know me that I'm a huge game, gaming fan, wrestling fan, you know, I've gotten a little personal on this podcast and stuff, you know, so, you know, the reason I picked Who Is Mellow is because, you know, I, uh, not many people knew who I was when I was starting this. Like, I think I only had like three listeners at the time. Um, But, you know, it slowly evolved. Like some of my episodes have peaked and stuff. And I I, like, I I love what I post. You know, I'm glad that I have a good small little audience out there that likes to listen to these podcasts. And so the name Who Is Mellow doesn't really fit it anymore. You know, it doesn't fit the podcast anymore because at this point, you know, a, a couple of you who still listen to these episodes know who I am, you know, you know, who, what kind of person I am and stuff like that. So, um, I'm obviously going to be changing the name. Um, I, I, if you've listened to Collision, which I always link down in the description below and stuff like that. Um, I talked about a few names that I wanted to change it. I think specifically one, the Mellow Podcast. I've been thinking of changing the name to the, the podcast to the name of that. However, you know what? I'm going to be looking at different names and stuff. Like, I'm going to be looking at, um, um, like, different options and stuff. Because I like that name. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice, simple name. A little corny, but I like it, you know. But I'm pretty sure there are other options out there that, you know, could probably fit this podcast and stuff like that. So, I'm obviously going to um, be doing a little research here and there when I got my time off and stuff during school. To see what I decide to do. But yeah, I'm, that's the thing. I'm going to be changing the name. You know, who is Mella doesn't fit it anymore. You know, you a good percentage of you guys know who I am and stuff like that. So I'm going to be changing the name to something else. And then, you know, one of the big goals I want to have when I come back to this podcast is uh, have more guests and stuff. Like, you know, I've only had like, I think, two guests, which is my friend Michael and Darsh and stuff. And as you know, me and Michael have started our own podcast, which is Collision. 
which again, you know, go check it out, please. That's um, greatly appreciated and stuff. It'll be linked down in the description below. But, um, you know, I, I want to have like guests and stuff, like people who I can talk to, old friends and stuff, like, you know, just get to know, uh, you know, catch up or so you guys get to know them and stuff, you know, know about the people I hang out with and, you know, just have a good time, you know, just like have a friendly catch, you know, catch up and stuff like I, I, I want to have that, you know, I want to do that. So, you know, I'm obviously going to be working and trying to see if I can get schedules like obviously. Uh, one of the other things is try to get my own studio, like not like a massive studio or something like that, like where it's going to be like state of the art, but at least have like a mic and stuff and like do it from a PC, like record these episodes. Because as you know, I record from my phone and um, it's all fun and gay. I, I like I don't mind recording it from my phone, but, you know, every now and then, you know, I've, I've had technical issues where, you know, a phone call goes through and then it kind of interrupts the recording. And so I have to then uh start the recording again and like you know it, it it's a lot of problems um recording from my phone i love it but you know i'm obviously going to try to create like a little stand or studio or something like that for this podcast so i can you know um record a much ha much better you know without much technical difficulties but yeah but yeah that was the update you guys you know um school starting up so i'm like this podcast i'm gonna have to put it on a hold unfortunately but I will be, like I said, releasing a couple episodes beforehand. Like I said, I'll probably um, release up to maybe four or six more episodes. And the sixth episode, we'll, we'll call it the season finale. You know, because technically this is the end of the Who is Mellow, Ella, uh, Who is Mellow Era podcast. And, you know, once I come back, it's going to evolve into something new. You know, the whatever name I choose and hopefully by then I got like a good amount of uh, equipment to start recording from a better position and stuff and but yeah uh, I just want to give you guys that update you know uh, as always you guys I appreciate you guys whoever listens to this whether it's family friends people who I haven't met and stuff from other places like I'm so grateful that you guys take the time to listen to this you know listen to this college student that you know, just, just wants to have fun and stuff. Just, just started this podcast because, you know, the pandemic didn't really give me much to do, but it has slowly evolved into something that I've really, I really enjoyed, you know, talking about like movies, video games and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I, I greatly appreciate anyone who listens to this. So, but yeah, that's my update. That's everything. Um, but let's get down to the topic because I do have a topic today. Uh, this one's a long overdue one because um, I said that I was going to be watching this movie twice. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the opportunity to see it twice, but I do remember a good amount about the movie. Um, so I'm very excited to finally be reviewing this movie, even though it's been about a month since its release. So I apologize on the lateness of it, but I'm going to be reviewing Thor Love and Thunder. Um, this was one of the most highly anticipated Marvel movies of this year. Um, obviously for big reasons because Thor Ragnarok really set the bar for Thor movies. Like it was really a great, it was a, it was a fantastic um, reintroduction you could say to the Thor. You know, because we, we got this all serious Thor and like, um, in, um, what's it called, um, in Thor the Dark World and then also like the original Thor movie and uh Avengers and stuff he's always been like super serious like it was very hard to relate to him but now um you know Thor Ragnarok completely changed it like obviously he was still super serious in Avengers Endgame and 
um, well, not super serious in Endgame, but he, in Infinity War, but he was like we saw a more serious side of him. But it also included like the jokey side that we got introduced to the Thor we love and stuff. So obviously Ragnarok set the bar high with Thor: Love and Thunder. You know, the original director of Ragnarok was coming back, and you know they were creating this new Thor movie that was continuing the story. Because as you know, the big three are no longer there. You know, Iron Man is unfortunately no longer um, in that universe. Captain America is retired because he's no longer as, you know, he's still old. He's old now and stuff like that. So the only one person that's left is Thor um, because he's a god and he lives like much longer than regular humans and stuff. So, yeah. But um, uh, let's get right into it. Um, you know, we get introduced in the beginning of the movie to who becomes the God Butcher. And unfortunately, I don't know much about his um, uh, comic book counterpart. I wish I did. Um, unfortunately, I don't. You know, I, I did a little research on him, but I can't remember for Dear God because it was a long time ago. I think I think I researched him when, um, when the movie first got announced and he was announced as um, the main villain. But right now, I don't remember and stuff like that, so I apologize for that. But I really did like the introduction to Gore. You know, we saw why he lost faith in the gods and stuff like that. Like, you know, he and his people essentially went extinct and the only two people were left was him and his daughter. And his daughter unfortunately passed away due to just um, pure exhaust, exhaustion, you know, dehydration. You know, he was just, they were living in the middle of the desert and stuff. And there was, uh, you know, they were praying to their god, hoping that um, he would answer his prayers and come and help him and stuff like that. And like that never happened and his daughter unfortunately passed away and then like when he finally found the god he was praying to uh he turned out to just be a complete jerk and didn't even care about his people like he, oh, i think he just viewed him as just toys and stuff and uh we saw the the blade the i, I it had a name but i don't remember the name of the blade but the blade that can essentially kill all gods and stuff like that like it started to call out to him to gore because you know we started seeing gore like slowly become like develop that hatred towards the gods because the gods were just essentially lying to him like this god lied to him saying like oh like if we worship you we're gonna give you uh everything you want or whatever the heck that god was gonna promise him and it turned out that promise was nothing more than a lie and stuff like that so um i love how gore slowly got um influenced by the blade and then he ended up destroying that god and stuff like that and then we just saw him you know, become Gore the God Butcher and stuff like that and just slowly go out into the world of the gods and just slowly destroy one each, one by each, one each, I can't say that, one by one, one by one, let's go with that, <laughs> one by one, but yeah, he started destroying one by one and then we transactioned Thor and stuff where, what Thor was, um, uh, where Thor has been because as we know at the end of Endgame, he left with the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff and Korg is the one that's essentially narrating the movie and stuff. You know, he's telling, recapping the events of uh, of the movie, essentially. And we learned that, you know, Thor has been with the Guardians. They've been going on adventures. He got back into shape because, as you know, he was Fat Thor in Endgame. As, uh, as Korg said it, he went from Dad Bod to God Bod, essentially. So, you know, it, it was good that they addressed that. You know, we saw that, you know, Thor was working out and stuff. You know, getting back into shape. He got his long hair back. You know, he's no longer short hair Thor. Which I like short hair Thor. But, you know, I'm glad we went back to long hair Thor. Because, you know, that's the Thor we know and stuff. 
you know, the Thor we all grew up with in the MCU and in the comics and stuff like that. So, you know, we we pick up with Thor, you know, he's protecting all the, you know, he's up with the Guardians, you know, essentially um, having these adventures. But throughout these adventures, like, there was something missing with Thor, you know, like, he, he wasn't happy, you know. Like, you could tell that, um, you know, all these jokes and stuff like that, like, he did him because, you know, he wasn't happy. Like, he was just essentially hiding the fact that he was depressed, that he was sad, that, you know, he he really didn't know what the purpose of his life was anymore. You know, he he defeated Thanos. He helped defeat Thanos, you know. Asgard isn't what it used to be, you know. Now it's a place, like, it's kind of a tourist attraction at Earth and stuff like that. Heimdall is gone. His father is gone. Loki is gone. His mother is gone. Like, everyone he loves is essentially gone. You know, he wasn't never um, particularly super close with the Avengers. Like, he didn't have, like, a buddy-buddy relationship. Like, yeah, he did have that re- friendship with um, Hulk and, and Banner and stuff like that. And, you know, um, Captain America as well. But he never, re- like, they wouldn't go out to hang out and grab food or something like that. Like, you know. So, you know, Thor was just having a depression time. And then, you know, we slowly, uh, you know, we, Thor finds out that, you know, um, that most of the gods have been slayed and stuff like that. And so, you know, the Guardians and Thor decide that, you know, let's split up. You know, the Guardians go and take, take, go help as many people as they can while Thor goes and, um, goes and finds, uh, what's it called, um, the, the person behind this and stuff like that. And so... I'm glad the Guardians were um, left in the beginning of the movie because, um, uh, it, you know, essentially at the end of the day, this is a Thor movie. It's not a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out next year. I think it's next year, I believe. Yes, next year and stuff like that, um, which I talked about in my San Diego Comic-Con reaction episode, which is um, go check it out later to after this episode if you haven't yet. But um you know, like, I'm glad the Guardians left in the beginning of the movie because, you know, they, um, they, they, what's it called, um, they, they have their own movie, they're gonna have their own story to finish and stuff like that, so I'm glad the Guardians are gone in the beginning and now this is just pure Thor and Kork just going after trying to find gore and stuff like that, and then obviously the biggest, um, part of this movie was that it was going to introduce Mighty Thor, aka Jane Foster's Thor, and it was following the comic books because if you haven't read the comics, um, um, in the comics, Jane becomes Thor due to illness because Mjolnir, I forgot why. I remember it perfectly well, but I can't remember exactly as well as I used to because uh, I read about when Thor, when Jane became Thor and stuff like that, but I can't remember right now how what exactly was the reason why Mjolnir was able to give um Jane the Thor powers I think it was because due to illness and stuff like that so I guess in a way trying to help her I don't remember exactly so don't quote me on that but um as you know in the comics Jane um Jane Foster ends up getting cancer and so they were going to adapt that comic book storyline into the movie and it does you know we get introduced to her getting you know cancer treatment and stuff like that and she's just trying to find a cure to her cancer and we find out that unfortunately it's uncurable like most of the chemotherapy that she's doing isn't really doing much harm and uh it's really sad like i i um stuff like this really gets me because it's like really sad you know it relates to a lot of real world stuff you know it's it's unfortunate with stuff like that so it really got me sad you know 
that that part of the movie got me sad. I won't lie to you guys, but um, you know, we slowly like you know, Jane starts hearing Mjolnir calling out to her, which we later find out that you know, um, Thor Thor essentially told Mjolnir that you know whatever happens, you know, please protect her, always be there for her and stuff like that, and so that kind of like. It kind of there was a lot a little bit of controversy with that because many people were like oh like this isn't really like what happened in the comics and you know at the essentially at the end of the day what I gotta say to that you guys is that you know these movies are adapting from the comics they're not essentially taking um, they're not just gonna fully reanimate or fully you know um, what's the word I guess yeah adapt or fully fully take from the comic books you know they're going to add elements to add it like more to relate to people you know to relate more to the current world and stuff because this story was written like many many like a couple years ago so um obviously they're taking elements from that story and just kind of making it so that it fits into the movie plot and stuff like that but you know we find out that you know jane travels to new new asgard and that's when Mjolnir is and it starts calling out to her and she becomes Mighty Thor and stuff like that. And so, you know, uh, eventually she reunites with uh, Thor, uh, the regular Thor and stuff like that during the battle in New Asgard. Um, you know, they they both um, are able to defeat and um, push back the enemy and stuff. They encounter Gore and stuff. And Gore actually came pretty close to killing Thor at certain points. But because he was outnumbered by three to one, you know, he... He turned, he turned and ran, but before he did, he ended up capturing most of the new Asgard kids, you know, because they were going to become essentially gods at certain points and stuff like that. In a way, you know, they were going to become gods, but he was using it to just kind of attract Thor to come and stuff like that. So that way he can put an end to his life and stuff like that. But, you know, like throughout the whole movie, what I really liked was the relationship between Thor and... um. Thor and Jane, like, you know, it's clear as day they still love each other. Like, they still love each other. We found out why they broke up. It was just a... It's something that many people relate to. It's just a, you know, not enough time for each other. You know, there was a lack of communications at times. Like, like it was essentially real-world problems that most couples have to deal with and stuff like that. And so that resulted in them breaking up. Eventually, you know, Jane... I think it was either Jane left or Thor left. I don't remember one or the other. Essentially, they left because they, you know, they, they realized that, you know, um, they don't have time for each other. They, they At first, they did. You know, everything was going great. They were having fun. They were they were enjoying dinners, movies, going school, roller skating, all this stuff. But, you know, slowly work started picking up. And, you know, uh, Jane is a, obviously a highly intelligent scientist and stuff. So she has a bunch of stuff going on. Thor is an Avenger, a god, essentially. So he's got so much stuff going on. So they eventually, that's why they broke up. But what I really liked about the movie is that, you know, it was essentially rekindling their relationship, rekindling those feelings they have for each other. You know, eventually, towards the end of the movie, Jane reveals to Thor that she has cancer and that really using Mjolnir is giving her a purpose in life right now where she really doesn't know what her purpose is, especially since the fact she's, you know, she's been told that she doesn't really have much time. You know, she doesn't really have much time left and so being a hero is essentially giving her a little bit of purpose in life but they both confess to each other that they still love each other that they love they still they still care for each other they 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 want to be with each other they want to live whatever time they have left um together and stuff like that and so i really like the relationship of uh thor and and jane in this movie like it was essentially a of um 
a reu a reuni a reuniting love story, and I like that. I liked it. But um, you know, so throughout the movie, we they her, um, Thor and Valkyrie travel to um, I forgot the the city's name at this moment, but you know they travel to where the higher gods is essentially the Greek gods essentially, or we get introduced to Zeus who um, uh, you know. Uh, isn't really the greatest of gods. If 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 anything, he's he he's essentially what the first god that we got introduced to. He's essentially a jerk. He doesn't really care about the mortals. He doesn't care about the lower gods. You can call them, um, you know, like he essentially Thor and Valkyrie and Jane went up to that city to essentially gain an army to go against um go against Gore and stuff like that. And so you know they were like okay. Like, we're going to go convince these guys to join us so that way we can defeat Gore together. Obviously, that didn't work because Zeus didn't give a, didn't give two hoots about what was going on. He essentially was trying to actually tell him, you know what, just stay here. Like, like Gore isn't going to reach you here. Like, he doesn't know where the city is to begin with. Like, just stay here and just let him kill all the other gods. Like, it does not matter. Like, he didn't care. Zeus just did not care aside from his own personal well-being and stuff like that. And so, you know, they have a fallout with Zeus. They essentially engage him in battle and and like and him and his army kind of, you know, they engage in battle. Ultimately, at the end of the battle, you know, Thor just ends up taking Zeus's lightning bolt because they realize that they can, um, you know, that's more than enough to to at least have a chance against Gore and stuff like that. And so they take the they take the bolt, they leave, um, they dip and they start chasing uh, Gore. Um, they finally find Gore, you know, they engage in battle and stuff and like they learn why Gore is the re why Gore is Gore essentially and what his true purpose is, which is essentially reach the edge. I think it's the edge of the universe or reach um, eternity itself. Eternity. I think it's eternity. Yes, it's eternity. Um, eternity itself to essentially, you know, get granted his wish of at first his wish was to destroy all the gods. Because, you know, he was still hating. But by the end of the movie, it changes to something else and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we we get a lot of, like, um, like really close calls throughout the movie, which I realized. Like, a lot of near death. You know, Korg almost died, but, you know, he somehow survived. Valkyrie almost died. Jane almost actually died before, um, before the end of the movie. Um, there was, like, a lot of close calls, which I... I liked a little bit because it was like, oh my god, are they dead? And then they're not, you know. Um, and I'm like, it kind of did ruin it a little bit. But you know what? It was, you know, for the purpose of the movie, you know, it, it worked out a little bit. But, um, you know, essentially they uh, they rescue the children. No, they didn't rescue the children. Um, essentially, they, they have to retreat because they realize that Gore is too strong. Um, and Jane is on the edge of just, you know, is on the edge of dying, essentially, because... Um, uh, just like in the comic books, um, every time that Jane picks up the, the hammer, um, it does more damage than it does curing her because um, essentially the treatment that she's getting is essentially just being pushed away and her body isn't able to counter, you know, fight the cancer and stuff like that. So every time she picks up the hammer, it makes her body weaker and weaker coming due to the fact that the cancer is slowly spreading further and further to its... um to um to uh what's it called um i forgot what i was saying 
Oh, to, to her body. There we go. I forgot what I was saying. Sorry about that, guys. But, um, you know, slowly spreading to her body and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, there was a lot of near calls where Jane is just losing consciousness. Like, her body cannot keep up with what it's doing and stuff. And so they they retreat. But, unfortunately, um, as they're retreating, Dor loses Storm, Stormbreaker. And, uh, you know, they need Stormbreaker to essentially reach Eternity because it need, they need the Bifrost and... You know, the Bifrost no longer exists um, in Asgard. It used to be in Asgard. Like, it was a whole thing that Heimdall used to do, but Heimdall's gone. And the only thing that can create the Bifrost is Stormbreaker and stuff like that. So, Gore able to steal Stormbreaker. And so, he, um, Thor, Jane, and Valkyrie return back to New Asgard to get medical treatment. Um, at first, Thor and Jane agree that, you know what, Jane needs to stay. She needs to at least get some type of treatment so that way she can live a little longer and stuff like that. And, um, you know, so that she can, um, you know, so, so that they can have time together. You know, Thor is really just doesn't want to lose her. You know, he doesn't, he wants to spend at least some time with her before her day's ends and stuff like that. And so they agree. And so Thor goes back to the, um, goes back to challenge Gore by himself. Um... I was going to say something, but I can't remember what exactly I was going to say. I think it was, um, I'm trying to remember. Hmm. I can't remember. It was something about the movie that I either liked or didn't like. Uh, oh, I remember. So throughout the whole movie, before I get to the ending and the final battle and stuff like that, throughout the whole movie, obviously, you know, um, we got introduced to funny Thor and stuff like that. And I will admit that um, I loved it in Ragnarok. Um, in Thor Love and Thunder, I will be honest, I really didn't like it that much. Because there were certain jokes that were like, ha 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 funny. But there were certain jokes that kind of didn't really need it. You know, that it would have been better if it just kind of had the serious moment. And it's been a huge criticism of the movie itself, you know, is that the jokes didn't really hit the, didn't hit it out of the park as like Ragnarok did and stuff like that. And it's unfortunate, you know, like, uh, I, um, I still think the movie is, is pretty good, you know, for what it's worth, it's still a good, good, oh, excuse me, it's still a good Marvel movie, you know, it's not the best Thor movie, um, I would probably put it, um, in second place and stuff, um, but, um, you know, the jokes, some of the jokes didn't really hit the, na the, didn't hit the home run and stuff like that, so, you know, it, it, it's it's unfortunate, but, you know, some of the jokes were, like, meh at times, but there were good funny jokes a year in there and stuff like that. Like, Thor and Korg, their relationship is always funny. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to say are is in the beginning of the movie, after the first battle, Thor gets to goats. I don't remember the goats' names because I was too busy um, hearing them yell, and it was based off a meme, and if you don't know what that meme is, go look it up. But, um, uh, I love the goats. I won't lie to you guys. Um, the goats were actually the goats of the movies, you know? Um, they were just hilarious the way they scream, the way they, they act. They were just essentially like real goats. Um, if you put them in like a really stressful situation, um, but just dialed to 11 essentially, especially with all the screaming and stuff. But, um, I think the goats were great. I love the goats. They were the goats of the movie, like I said. Um, but anyway, so back to the, the, the final battle, you know, the final battle, you know, Thor goes, goes, uh, challenges Gore one last time. Um, he actually is able to grant the power, his powers for a limited time 
to um to the kids to help him battle because um you know he he wasn't going to be able to do it by himself so he got the kids to join in um uh i did see a little criticism about this like oh like is this like an ability that thor could do or like um you know why didn't he do this in endgame like i don't think this is an ability that thor could do by himself especially with um with stormbreaker or mjolnir i think he needed like a powerful weapon like if he had something from odin like his staff i think he could have done that he could have been like oh i grant you the power of thor but because he didn't have that i don't think that's why um he could do that ability i think it's because he had zeus's um what his zeus's bolt that it grant him the ability to transfer um some of his powers to these kids and stuff like that i think it just requires like a a strong weapon from like a powerful god like zeus or odin or something like that so that he can pass his powers on i don't think he could just do it with stormbreaker or mjolnir or else you know it wouldn't make any sense why he didn't do it in endgame and infinity war so i think uh, essentially i think it's like he just needed the the bolt or whatever kind of weapon to do it but um so yeah he grants uh, the kids powers you know the kids the kids were funny I, I there was one little girl that had like a bunny that gave her power that gave um shot lightning and i found that hilarious i, I like that i like that little girl that girl was was pretty dope you know her using her bunny to defeat all these creatures um essentially eventually um thor encounters gore again they got into battle but um you know gore is still too strong for thor so jane essentially ends up picking up Mjolnir one last time knowing fully well that this is the last time she's going to pick it up she picks up the hammer one last time joins Thor into battle they both battle gore um they defeat gore by destroying the sword however um gore essentially is able to open the door to eternity and as jane is on her like on her last breath um you know all three of them get trans the kids are able are safely transported out actually um in that group of kids was heimdall's son who you know is uh he was essentially scared at first but after a while you know he he became the warrior like his father and stuff like that and he's able to um open the bifrost or he uses a uh, stormbreaker to open the bifrost to transport the kids and himself out of there and stuff like that and uh so yeah um you know we reached the climax of the the end of the movie and stuff essentially where you know they're they're at the edge of eternity and gore's about to make his wish to destroy all the gods for all gods to no longer exist um thor essentially knows this is the end but he chooses to spend his final moments with um with jane and gore's kind of confused because he's like why are you doing this like you know why would you spend your last moments with this mortal and, you know, Thor tells her, like, you know, essentially, like, this is more important to me than that. Like, he knows, he, he's essentially saying, like, I know this is the end. I know what you're about to do. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to do anything. I would rather spend my last moments with the person I love than going out to fight you. And, like, this touched Gore. Like, this essentially, like, op broke through the hatred he had. Like, it gave him hope, essentially, again, that, you know, not all gods are evil. Like, there are some gods that are you know, jerk like Zeus and the first god we got introduced to. Um, but not everyone. Like, Thor is actually a caring person. Like, he has been defending Earth for the longest time. And so, you know, um, you know, this gives hope to Gore. And so, you know, he's essentially, like, he, he changes his wish to for his daughter to return. But in doing so, because there was also a condition to using the sword. 
Um, it's similar to how how Jane is essentially like every time she picks up the hammer, it kind of does more damage than good. That's essentially with the sword, you know. Um, the sword is doing more damage to Gore than, you know, helping him. The longer he has the sword, the 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 more it takes out of his life. It's essentially a poison to him. You know, it's a poison, like, I'll grant you powers, but in turn, I'm going to take your life force and stuff like that. And so, um, this touching moment between Thor and Jane and, like, him, like, having these whole talks and stuff to Gore, um, essentially changes his, his, changes his wish. He wishes for his daughter to return. And so, um, his daughter does return as Gore is essentially at the end of his life as well. And he asks Thor to just watch over her, essentially, just take good care of her protector and stuff like that like essentially be the father that he can't be for her right now because he's going to this is the end for him and thor says yeah i will do that for sure like he agrees to it jane and thor have their last moments like you know they they um you know they share like one final loving moment confess each other they love each other that they they wish they had more time and all stuff like that and jane essentially passes on to uh to to about uh what what was it called um uh what was the place called um i can't remember right now it's essentially heaven but it has a name ah man what was it called valhalla valhalla there we go she essentially goes to valhalla which i'll get to at the end of the movie uh a little later i should say um and so thor you know they both said their goodbyes, you know, Thor finally, you know, is, uh, because Jane tells him, just open your heart, like, you know, this isn't the end for you, don't let my death be another burden for you, like, go and live your life, essentially, and that's what Thor does, like, at the end of the movie, he, he's, uh, no longer an earth, he's traveling the world by him, the, the galaxies by himself, the universe by himself and stuff, he's adopted Gord's daughter as essentially his, uh, his niece and stuff like that, he's helping her raise, helping her um grow up mature like accept her powers and stuff like that and uh you know um and yeah that's the end of the movie essentially like they both land on this planet they go and try to they go and help the civilization that's under attack and yeah that's essentially the movie right there like um that's essentially the plot of the movie is that you know they both go out protecting the world and st are out in the universe protecting it and so um that's essentially thor Thor Love and Thunder, that's really, there's not much else to say, you know, there's, um, there's other things that happen throughout the movie, but I recommend if you haven't watched it to go watch it so you know, and stuff like that, um, I forgot to say spoiler alert, but, you know, it'll be on the title, so you'll know that this is a spoiler review, so, but, um, you know, overall, the Thor, Thor Love and Thunder was really, I thought it was a good movie, it, I thought it was a good movie, you know, it's, it is a good movie, it wasn't the best movie that Marvel has released and stuff like that, but, um, you know, it, it's still an entertaining movie, an entertaining movie, you know, I, I, I liked it, you know, you know, my criticisms were the jokes that not all of them hit, hit the, um, hit a home run and stuff like that, which is a shame and stuff, but, you know, overall, it still was a good story to tell with Thor and stuff like that, you know, what he's been doing after the events of No Way, um, Endgame and stuff like that, so it was a good epilogue, essentially, for Thor, you know, um, what will happen in Thor 5 if it ever if it ever gets announced? Don't know, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. Um, uh, lastly, there were two end credit scenes. The last one wasn't really that big of a... Well, it was super important, but it's not like it's going to affect the, the future, 
big time, you know. But essentially, the first one was the biggest one of them all. It's like Zeus is with his, uh, you know, the girls, because uh, he's essentially in his throne room and stuff like that. He's getting patched up and stuff like that because he didn't die. You know, he's still alive and stuff like that. He's just talking to someone saying like, oh, you know, like people no longer respect the gods. Like they view them as just quote unquote heroes. Like we used to be worship. We used to be given their lives to now we're not like now we are looked upon like lesser like they look upon these so-called heroes as gods to come and save them and like he's telling uh this person that um it's time we 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 put respect back to the gods it's time that people understand what gods really are and stuff like that and that person happens to be the son of zeus himself hercules and I'm very excited to see how Hercules is going to play a part in the future of the MCU, you know, because um, Hercules is essentially a hero um, in the Marvel Universe. So I'm very excited to see how he's going to be portrayed in the MCU because he's being sent by his father to essentially, you know, teach Thor a lesson, but also like have um, the mortal realm fear the gods again. Like, oh, like if we disobey the gods, we're going to get punished or something like that. So I'm very excited about Hercules' future in the MCU. I I can't wait to see what he does next, where he appears next. Um, the second end credit scene was more so a touching moment, which is, um, you know, as I said, when Jane died, she ended up in Valhalla and stuff like that. And uh, this scene picks up her just getting, um, landing in Valhalla and stuff like that. And she encounters someone we didn't expect. And that being Heimdall. Heimdall essentially is just at the gate saying, welcome to Valhalla. Like, thank you for protecting my son. You gave your life in battle. And because of that, you are now welcome to Valhalla. And that's essentially it. You know, um, we get introduced to Valhalla. Like, we see Heimdall still up and running. You know, he's just in heaven and stuff like that. God heaven, as you call it, as they call it. Um, but yeah, and so Jane just ends up there. You know, she's she got rewarded essentially in the afterlife for her sacrifice and stuff like that. So I really, it wasn't like, it doesn't play a big part in the future of the MCU, but it's a nice touching moment that I, I really enjoyed and stuff like that. But um, anyway, so overall, Thor Love and Thunder, I give it a 7 out of 10. You know, the jokes, you know, it's really what hindered the movie to be not as good or not on the same level as Ragnarok, but it's still a very entertaining movie that I recommend to everybody else. You know, or to everybody who hasn't watched it, you know. Um, I think it's still one of the best Marvel movies that they've released in Phase 4. Um, I know Phase 4 has gotten, like, a lot of criticism, which I don't understand. I covered that in my San Diego Comic-Con episode, I think. But, um, you know, overall, it was a good movie. Um, as far as the future of Thor goes, I'm very excited to know what's going to happen. Because, as I said in my um, the previous episode... And, um, and, uh, as many of you know, um, we're in the multiversal saga and this is building up to the Kang dynasty and the secret wars event. And if you haven't read the secret wars event, again, I recommend reading it. Um, it's a great story. The 2015 event, um, which is the one that I'm pretty sure they're, they're building up to, but, um, essentially in that, in that storyline, um, Jane Foster's story is, that, is the one that plays a pretty big part in the movie, in the movie, in the story itself. But now that Jane Foster has essentially passed on to Valhalla, uh, it's very 
excuse me, it's very, um, it's very interesting how this Thor, like regular Thor, is going to play into Secret Wars. Or if he's even going to make it to Secret Wars, you know, we don't know. You know, we haven't gotten confirmation if Thor's going to get a fifth movie or not, or is he going to maybe pass away in Kang Dynasty? Like, we don't know. We don't know. So it's very interesting how Thor's going to play a part in this movie, in this saga and stuff like that. When it's not really that Thor that really played a big part in this saga, it was more so Jane Foster's Thor that played the role in this saga. But now that the roles have reversed, we'll see how this goes and stuff like that. But I'm very excited. I'm very looking forward to to the future of the MCU. Again, Thor Love and Thunder, give it a 7 out of 10. I do recommend you guys, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's still a good movie. You know, it's still pretty entertaining. You know, the action scenes are pretty fun. You know, the, the theme song... Um, fits it well and stuff like that so overall you know 7 out of 10 Thor Love and Thunder I recommend you guys go watch it if you haven't it's still a good movie but uh, anyways that's the end of this episode I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it hope you guys enjoyed my review on Thor Love and Thunder no it was a while I apologize for the wait but um yeah I hope you guys enjoyed it and like I said you guys um we're approaching the end of this um this era of this podcast um so I hope you enjoy the episodes I release um I release until the end. Um like I said it's probably gonna probably gonna come in the end. I probably the last episode of this era is coming out in the first week of September. So um keep an eye out for it. Um but I hope you guys understand that you know with school starting up I gotta focus on that and you know I'm gonna be doing a lot of planning to bring back this podcast on a big way. So I hope you guys enjoy this um this um journey to the end hope you enjoyed this episode um as always me and my friend michael started a podcast start called collision go check it out linked in the description below i'll also link michael's personal podcast on there go check it out give him some love as well and uh yeah that's about it you guys um i always used i always ended my um episodes with uh you know talking about the covid19 vaccine but um you know i I think I'm going to now change it to, you know, just be safe out there, you guys, you know, be safe, be, you know, take any precautions you need to, to live the best life you can, you know, enjoy life, you know, we only got one, so we might as well enjoy it, you guys, so be safe out there, have a lovely day, evening, afternoon, night, whenever you guys are listening to this, all right, and I will speak to you soon, peace.